everybody, it's Tiffany. And it's Gab. And uh, we were we were already engaged in conversation. I was like, all right, so we might as well just go ahead and start this recording because, <laughs> yeah. you know, before we do anything, we kind of, you know, decide what we want to discuss with you all and share. And uh, we everything is completely off the cuff. Like nothing is, re- you know, pre-rehearsed or anything. This is real casual, real low-key, yeah. so... I mean, I hope that's something that you appreciate about this podcast, but, uh, you know, we were already engaged in conversation. I said, we got to get, we got to start the recording so we can actually share this wonderful information with you. And, uh, I was sharing with Gab earlier. I was reading, I've been, um, studying the book of John. Um, and, uh, I have been in chapters 10 and 11. And I've been really just enjoying reading the words of Jesus. Um, That's something I actually thoroughly enjoy. Um, And there is a theme that I just seem to, I, I was writing down and I'm like, dude, like this is crazy. How Jesus repetitively performed miracles uh, even some that he kind of was like, I remember when he, the first miracle of turning water to wine, he was like, you know, it's, it's not, not my time, time. Yeah. you know, but he did it. And there's this theme, the bottom line as followers of Christ is you must believe in Jesus. You must believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ must be the Lord of your life. And he's a real person. He lived. He did the things that he did. It's it's not a difficult task. It's not a difficult task. Yeah. And, you know, for me, let me not say. And I think a lot of us can really believe in the person of Jesus, but also the power. The power. Yeah. But that's where we're going with this today is yeah. the power. And in reading in John chapter 10 and 11, I know... 10 starts where he is telling how he is the good shepherd. He talks about how he protects the sheep and how as the good shepherd, no one gets to the sheep except through the shepherd. That is how protected we are within the body of Christ. And it says just briefly to go into chapter 10 here. Uh, let's just start out with the first line. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way is the same as a thief or a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Right there, he's saying that the only one who gets through that door is the shepherd. If you go up any other way, you ain't got no business being there. And then going down, He says, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. He says, I am the door. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. So he's saying that he's the door. He's the shepherd. He is the door. He is the only way. Uh, let's see. Um, I am the shepherd and I know my sheep. 
I am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have that are not in this fold, them I must also bring, that they hear my voice and will be one flock and one shepherd. So he's talking about us, the Gentiles. This Gentile folks over here. Um, But he says, you know, just to... you know, keep going with the summary of, of 10. The first half he's talked about, he's the, the shepherd, he's the door, he's the only way. Uh, therefore, he's also saying that part of his purpose is to lay down his life for the sheep. No one takes my life from me, I give it. This is the command I receive from my father. So he is he is saying all this to the the Jews. Yeah. Okay, uh, he's he's just talking about this, and they're like, "Wow, this man is crazy." Um, that's the pretty much the first half of chapter ten, and some of them are divided. Let's say it like this: some of them say he's crazy. Some of them are like, "This can't be a crazy person. This person has to be clearly." Uh, uh, someone with gifts like no one who they actually said he has a demon and is mad uh and they're like well how could he have a demon how could he be mad like who who with those two traits can make blind people see yeah you know they're like how could this be a bad person um so now going on to the second half of 10 so this is the thing this is the theme that starts to build is that belief in christ is imperative for Christ to be effective in our lives on any level. Uh, going on, and again, I'm still in John chapter 10. Um, let's see. It, it starts first here, chat, verse 38. Um, here he is. Oh, so let's just go back up. I'm sorry. He's talking to the, the Jews. Now, mind you, after saying all this, He says to them that, I'm gone. The Jews say, (laughs) if you're the Christ, if you're Christ, tell us. Seriously, dude, like, if you're really God, tell us. And he says, I told you already, and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me, but you do not believe. Because you are not of my sheep, as I said to you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Jesus is like, listen. Oh, man, he's frustrated. I'm telling you (laughs) that you don't believe me because you're not supposed to believe me. You're not the people I'm here for. So, he says, uh, what do they say? Um... just really quick scanning my my father who has given them to me is greater than all and none is able to snatch them out of my father's hand as i and my father are one okay that's according to jewish law that's blasphemy you're not supposed to say you are god um and jesus says to them all the works all the good works i have shown you from my father for which of those do you stone me He's like, why are you trying to kill me? All, all I, 
all I've done is good to you. Yes, yes. You know. And they say for good work we don't stone you, but for blasphemy, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. And Jesus said, "It's written in the Bible." Isn't it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, he's saying, so you're saying the person who, you know, this is the word of God. We know it can't be broken. So you're saying the person that God sanctified to write that is making it up. You tell me I'm blaspheming because I said I am the son of God. If I don't do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do, believe in what I'm doing. Like, I'm showing you that I'm doing it. You don't have to believe me, but believe what you're seeing. And he said, look, the father's in me and I am in him. They tried to kill him. But Jesus, he slips it. He, he slips in and slides through these different aggressive moments. You know, but even that is because it's not his time yet. So... Again, even the Lord made ways for him to get out of these tight spots. Uh, but he's doing all this stuff so they will believe him. That's what he's saying. Going into chapter 11, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you all the meat first and then we're going to talk about it. So, um, Lazarus, Jesus' friend, while he is, um, still in that area he gets word that his friend Lazarus has taken sick Jesus stays a couple days and then goes to see him they say to him in chapter 11 verse 4 well actually go up to verse 3 it says they tell him Lord behold he whom you love is sick When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So he's like, this is not a bad thing. This is for God's glory, that I may be glorified through it. Like, people will see and believe. So, he stuck around two days. Then he says to the disciples, let's go to Judea again. The disciples say, they want to kill you there, Jesus. Are you sure you want to go? (laughs) This is what they're saying. And Jesus says, hey, the day is long enough. We got time. It says, to be specific, verse 9, are there not 12 hours in a day? If anyone walks in the day... He does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if he walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. Now, also the day is to mean walking in the wisdom of God. So he's saying, are there not 12 hours in a day? Now it's daytime. We got plenty of time. And I walk with the, with the, with God in me. I'm walking, being directed. God is giving me direction. So even though we're moving, I'm not going to stumble because I'm being directed by God. Um, 
So he says, he says, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go to wake him up. And they said, well, God, Jesus, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get better. Like, they're like, we shouldn't go. Just let him sleep. Yes. And, and, and Jesus realizes they don't. He says, okay, they're clearly not understanding what I'm saying. So Jesus says to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And he says, this is funny. I can see him standing with the disciples and says, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I wasn't there, that you may believe. Nonetheless, let's go to him. And they're like, this dude is super enthusiastic right now. And he's like, yeah, now we can go. We can, you know, glorify God. People will believe. And you'll believe. Come on, let's go. Now we're going to now we're going to do this. And I, I will share this is what this is how the conversation started, which was why we had to get the recording going, because I was like, even the disciples, one of them says, all right, let's go, guys, that we can go die. <laughs> so he says the actual script, the verse says, then Thomas, who was called the twin, says to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. So, all right, let's go. Right. He's going to get, we might die, but let's right. go. Yeah. So Jesus is just like all on the healing path. Yeah. So, but again, there's that theme. I am glad for your sakes that I wasn't there, that you may believe. He gets to the area. They're on their way. They're going to heal Lazarus. Martha comes to meet Jesus and says, Lord, had you not been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. But even now, I know whatever you ask God, he'll do it for you. Jesus says, your brother will rise again. Martha says, yeah, 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 I know. He'll rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Uh, Again, Jesus is like, do you believe I am who I, I'm like, he just walks up. Martha is like, hey, glad to see you. Uh, If you were here earlier, he probably wouldn't have died, but maybe you can do something. He's like, I am the something. We're going to do this. (laughs) And do you believe I can do it? She's it seems like the sarcasm is just overwhelming and I can only imagine being Jesus and like this is such an uphill battle it's such an uphill battle but he seems to have a certain determination and then he she goes and tells Mary Mary comes to meet Jesus and says to him again Lord if you had been here my brother would not have died (laughs) And Jesus, then Jesus, he sees everybody else is crying. And he's like, oh, it says he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and says, where have you laid him? Like, and even you said you, he was just like, all right, enough of this grieving. Like, come on, let's right, get this right. show on the road. I'm here to, it? I'm here to do a thing. <laughs> I'm here to do this. So he kind of wants to go ahead and say, hey, to everybody yeah. and let's go heal, heal Lazarus. And there is this dichotomy of um, thought about the groaning in the spirit and being troubled. Was he sincerely grieved? Um, Because she says, where have you laid him? They take him to Lazarus and he wept. And 
they say some people say he wept at their unbelief. Some people say he wept because he was emotionally connected. But I, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, it's got to be both. If he's God and man, then it's going to be both. But imagine you are God coming to do this thing. You're still Jesus, but you're, you're God coming to do this miracle that all may believe and have joy. And people are sobbing and in tears. And you're like, wow, this is not what I was aiming for. Yeah. But as a man, you're having this experience like, wow. And then to see Lazarus, like, wow, this is really not that Jesus was ignorant to death, but this was a close friend, someone he loved. So I can I can see the weeping also for the simple fact that his friend he wasn't looking good I can imagine <laughs> yeah but I mean no if you had something to share I mean yeah, I'm just uh, going into again yes. he had asked Martha do you believe this right again just about the belief how important Jesus is sharing with us how important belief in him is for him to work a miracle I, I there I know there's um there is a, a place in the Bible that talked about how Jesus went to his hometown and couldn't do any miracles due to their lack of belief. I mean, just this very uh, scripture about the whole instance with Lazarus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, this you know what it reminds me of, like we were talking about, like almost like Jesus had this enthusiasm to go and do this thing mm-hmm. so that every you know everybody can believe believe him Mm -hmm. and God will be glorified so Mm -hmm. he's actually excited because at this point he's the son of God he Mm -hmm. is God himself so he is looking forward to this yeah there is no that he's actually probably the only person kind of like in this whole situation was like chipper like Mm -hmm. oh oh man they're gonna love this what watch watch what happens but as he's approaching this moment he was, he was still trying to see, but wait, do you believe I can do this, do, it, do this stuff? Can you, do you believe I can do this? And he would ask different people, do you believe I can do this? Because the thing is that I want to see who in here actually already believes mm-hmm. before I do it. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to be really essential when mm-hmm. I'm gone physically. Mm-hmm. How are you, they're going to have to be able to rely on faith and th- that belief yes. before they see any yes. any miracle, any big. Yeah. I'm not here to perform for you guys. Yeah, well, I'm and here we to were change talking. things. Yeah, you know. But this reminds me a little bit of you know, as parents, sometimes like let's say you throw a uh, birthday party. We throw a birthday party mm-hmm. uh, for Phoenix, but it's a surprise party. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the few days leading up to the party, we'll have to endure her being like, nobody loves me. I'm going to be, it's going to be my birthday and I have nothing planned and I wish I could do something. And in the meantime, we are chuckling at the fact that we have this whole thing already planned out. All her friends are going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... In a way, that, that little bit of 
uh, upset feelings that she's displaying, like this negative aspect of it is actually kind of fun to watch Mm -hmm. because I'm like this is going to be even a bigger surprise Mm -hmm. when that day comes Mm -hmm. so it's like oh I'm sorry you're going through this but you're going to love love it in in the end well well, yeah I I don't know I don't know if Jesus was that enthusiastic about it but I see your I think he was I think I think I think that because it was someone who died I don't think Jesus was ignorant. You're like, Jesus is like, you guys are going to love this. Like, he's completely uh, removed from, from, I, I think, I, I, think, I don't, no, I, I, yeah. this is not for me to be talking about the personality of Jesus. I'm just saying that when you read the word and reading about Jesus, listening to how Jesus speaks you know, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that Jesus probably, you know, didn't crack a joke or two, but I don't necessarily think in this instance that getting to the personality of Jesus, I think he was very, he had a, 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 a job to do. I think that in this case I think he was looking forward to growing more believers you know what I mean that was the enthusiasm that was there um I don't know uh to presume the actual attitude that he had but it was clear what his intention was by what he said what he said was, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. And let's see. Jesus, now Martha soon had heard Jesus was coming. They went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house and Martha said to Jesus, and he just says to her, your brother will rise again. So I think he was definitely positive about what he was there to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go, oh, I'm so sad to hear. Right. He doesn't say, but he does say, your brother's going to be okay. That's literally what he said. And I just think it's crazy that he was directly saying it to them. And... They already, like, belief is not just, uh, you know, it's it's an active word. Like, we talked about faith. Faith is the substance. It's the thing that is built. Uh, the substance of things hoped for. The evidence. It's, it's a substance and it's evidence. You know, it's the substance, the evidence of things hoped for. The substance of things we haven't seen. Right. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. So it's the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. The faith is the substance and the evidence of your belief. And I think that belief is important for that manifestation, that substance to show. Right. Um, and Jesus has made it repetitively clear in his word 
this is not the only two chapters in this entire book where Jesus is talking about the importance of belief. He did it with the man at the at the pool. He said, "Do is this what you want?" You know, uh, do you believe that I am he? Like, I mean, he is, yeah, time and time again. It is about that belief. And that's really what it takes. Yeah. And that belief will then manifest itself in so many other, other ways. And I think it is just such a, I mean, without belief, what does it say? It's impossible to please God. Right. Well, with, without faith. Without but, faith. But like you said. But, but you don't have faith. That faith is the substance. Faith is the thing that comes when you believe. So yeah. you might as well say, <coughs> you know, your lack of belief. You know, same thing. You know, I, I, I'm talking about belief. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that um, God is giving us... Uh, the ability to be uh, Im- imaginative mm-hmm. and creative with our thoughts mm-hmm. um, t- to help us really be open-minded minded mm-hmm. in the sense of really being able to believe. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. And I mean, it's it's clear. Jesus had a hard time with people's lack of belief. Like, he is, he is literally saying, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. I'm about to do this. Uh, this is about to happen. Right. Like he's saying the same thing different ways. And I was in prayer this morning like, how frustrating is that? But he seemed to not even, I had that thought. Like, I, I, again, I don't presume to, I mean, I hope I'm growing in the mind of Christ, but still... I, I, I don't, I, I couldn't even fathom being in that moment. And I mean, you know, I had stopped at the one verse. Like he says, I'm glad for your sakes. Nevertheless, let's go to him. He asked Martha, your, he says, your brother will rise again. And he's like, I can, I am the resurrection. If he believes in me, he, yeah. you know, he'll, he'll live. And she said, he says, do you believe this? She says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be, you know, talked about the resurrection. Then he goes all the way to the tomb. Says, roll away the stone. Why is he saying roll away the stone? Because Jesus is about to do something. Martha still says, Martha says, by this time he's thinking Jesus. He's been dead four days. This is how late you are. Yes. (laughs) And Jesus says to her again. Did I not just say to you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? You know, I'll tell you. I can see he can turn around and be like, yo, man, didn't I just tell you this? You know, and and (laughs) he's so patient. Yes. Most of us would have been like, okay. You know what? I ain't even raising him. You just ungrateful. (laughs) Most of us would have just put our hand in her face and be like, stop. All right. Let's go with this. Let's do it. Okay. Lazarus, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've had it with y'all. You know what I mean? But I think... But he actually entertained her. Not... I, not, I don't think in, a, in an entertaining sort of way. He literally... Again, so it said, Jesus groaned and his spirit was troubled. In chapter 11, verse 33. 
Then it says, he wept in verse 35. Then it says, then again groaning to himself, he was by the tomb. Um, but mind you, actually, actually, no, I, I go back. He groaned within the spirit, was troubled. He wept. Then he actually, and some of them said, could not this man who have opened the eyes of the blind also kept this man from dying? So they like talking trash, like right there. And Jesus, again, groaning to himself, says, take away the stone. So he's hearing this. He's knowing this. And he's still like, take away the stone. Like he, I can almost, can you imagine being like Jesus during that time? And then Martha goes, well, they're like, couldn't he have done this earlier? Martha's like, well, he's probably stinking now, Jesus. And he's like, oh my God, didn't I just tell you? He didn't say, oh my God, but he was like, didn't I just tell you if you believe you would see the glory of God? And then he still, he says, father, because of the people who are standing by, I said this. I said that, and he said, let's go back. What did Jesus say? Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go to wake him up. Uh, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. To Martha, your brother will rise again. I am the resurrection, the truth, and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And more. Then, he says... Didn't I tell you to believe you would see the glory of God? Those are all the things he said. Because of the people standing by, I said this, these things, that they may believe that you sent me. Again, believe. Yeah. Now, when he said these things, he cried out in a voice. He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And I think we all know yeah. the glorious story. He came he came, he, and then he who died came out bound, hand and foot in grave clothes, and his face was still wrapped with cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Damn. Drop the mic. There you go. I mean, I, I, I think the fact that Jesus was, I mean, he, have not, he has not shown an ounce of doubt. Mm-mm. Like, he knew that he said he was going to bring Lazarus back mm-hmm. from the dead and he knew it was going it was going to happen there was no doubt there see but which is why i think that the interesting thing about jesus having this human experience uh, is so crazy because faith is a concept that really only pertains to us while in these bodies because he is <laughs> you know he is I am that I am you know what I mean like there is not even any room for doubt there for him to even have to exercise he, 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 he doesn't need like in a way he doesn't need the faith because he's already in a perfect state we are the ones that have to be faithful because we do not see you know we do not see God with our human eyes, we, you know, we have to connect with God in, uh, in a deeper way. And yeah, and I think, but the thing is, it's not. Again, 
I think what I'm saying is that faith, faith in and of itself is the byproduct. It's that divine part. That's what you get when the work is done. Your faith is built. Yeah. It's the thing that you obtain. Right. The, the thing that you must do, the work on your part is the belief. But that's well, I, not work. It yeah, says my burden yeah. is easy. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. The burden of being a follower of Christ is belief. That is your work. That is your job. But as we see in the Bible, it's the hardest thing for people to freaking do by being stuck in this body, these five senses. Right, right, right. Do you see what I'm saying? They're only going by what they're seeing, what they're feeling in the moment. Jesus is making it clear, but Jesus wasn't lacking in faith. He didn't need to believe. He didn't, you know, he is God. God don't doesn't need to believe in himself. He is it. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So that the faith is that divine byproduct because that is a a fruit of the spirit. Faithfulness. Ah, okay. I'm glad So you that's said what that. I'm saying, but today I'm talking specifically about the belief. We actually talked about faith in the last podcast. My my thought processes today is literally about how it only takes belief, but seeing how how hard it was for even Jesus yeah, yeah. to work through people's lack of belief. Mm-hmm. Their unbelief is what made it so difficult for them. Yeah. Like they walked in this sad place of yeah. Lazarus's death. But if Mary really, I mean, uh, Martha really believed, like she said, like if her faith that substance that's built, that byproduct was strong enough. She wouldn't have needed. I mean, she said that she believed that, uh, he's the son of God. You know, she said it all sarcastically. Yes, Lord. I believe you are the Christ son of God who has come into the world. Like how's that for sarcasm? Snap my fingers. But you know, at the, at, at the end of the day, she believed with, she said the words, but the action wasn't in her heart. Yeah, heart. If she knew that her brother, if if everybody knew that once Jesus came, he was raising Lazarus from the dead and everything was going to be fine. If they really believed that, would they have been weeping? Right, and that's the right. thing. Their belief wasn't Listen, there. Their faith, that substance wasn't built enough. And not only that, if I may interject, you remember that one scripture, I forget where it is, but... It was about that, I think it was a centurion whose kid was sick. Mm-hmm. And he heard of Jesus and asked asked him, asked Jesus to heal the, the kid. And it was the whole thing. I believe that was the one where it was like, uh, Jesus asked him, do you believe? And the guy said, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Yes. So, yes. So this guy... I can't recall during the times Jesus was operating and dealing with people, many people actually had the awareness to to say, I believe, but not as much as I should, and he, by asking Jesus to help him. Basically, that's a prayer, right? I, yeah, but I, that was only one person. And that's what I'm saying. Like Out of all these Martha people, yeah. And, all, and Mary, all these people that actually hung out with Jesus, they even had no awareness to say, I believe, but I 
know that the rest of that belief that is needed mm -hmm. can only come from the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Holy Spirit, I mean, the Holy Spirit resided within Jesus at that time. This is before the... Um, uh, uh, the, the moment with with um, with Peter when the yeah. Holy Spirit actually came upon us mm -hmm. after Jesus left, but so how much access did people that were with Jesus had to with, to the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to even have the awareness to say, I pray for more faith. Mm -hmm. I pray for you to strengthen my faith. <laughs> We in this day and age. We pray that. Like, mm -hmm. I know it's been, oh my God. <laughs> How well, many times have I prayed, Lord, strengthen my faith. Yes. I well, need you know, to help me with this. I don't know if it's the right um, biblical uh, chapter, but I know when Jesus healed the blind man, you know, they, you know, it wasn't just his real eyes that were open, his spiritual eyes were open. So I right. do believe that part of it is the revelation of that of the holy spirit to the the person of jesus to the word of god like it is definitely without the impartation of the holy spirit a lot harder but that to be honest was even more evidence that uh at least those that oppose jesus that makes sense right you know what i mean but for those who were followers of jesus it just goes to show again it wasn't it we were all subject to yeah. you know that believe it i think also too it's easier for it was easier for the blind man because he received the miracle already do you see yeah. what i'm saying yeah. so it's kind of like i can see people seeing one miracle you know or and go oh wow yeah right. but i mean jesus was like slam dunking oh. you know what i mean like he was like bobbing and weaving yeah. like he's like a master ball player and these folks are like are you really jesus are you really it's the like, son of god dude. come on dude like are you kidding me but but can i tell you because i do believe that in all, all things work works for the good right mm -hmm. uh to see that to see people in these biblical uh moments in how stubborn they were mm -hmm. but yet they're in the bible like yep. these are the people that actually went on to start the church right mm -hmm. the ones with the kind of faith that we wish we had yes. right uh -huh. so that to me shows that there's hope for us mm -hmm. like that's how patient and loving god is mm -hmm. with us in the process of growing spiritually mm -hmm. like we will throw tantrums we will be wishy-washy one mm -hmm. day we're up one day we're down mm -hmm. moody with our faith and he's still so patient with us and let us go through the process of growth helping us every like every day he gives us that grace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and he does it in such talk about faith he's the faithful one He's I'm talking one. about belief. You keep going to faith. Okay, so. <laughs> but at the core of all that, like, belief, you know what I mean? It goes back to the whole, I might not be there, Lord. I believe, but help me with that part where I still, my, my belief with is. The, uh, the, it's help not as belief. full, yes. And do it every day. That's my point. Well, yeah. you, well the, you know, I think with all that is to be gathered 
the whole point is to recognize even Jesus. I mean, he's performing miracles. Me, I'm just a nice person. You know, I might let, you know, I help you with your bags and stuff. I have not done anything to the extent that I have not raised anyone from the dead. I have not made the blind see. I would super love to be able to do that. Um, But I would definitely need to believe in myself a whole lot more. I'm getting there. You know, I think if push came to shove and like, uh, you know, it was a life or death situation. I believe I could heal somebody. I'd be like, look, I look, it's either this or I'm dead. That'd be easy. But I think that, uh, you know, that type of faith, I still, I, I can be honest, I'm still growing in. I do believe that I have certain gifts that I display right. that I'm tapping into uh, with the, you know, with growth. But I think... Jesus himself even went through issues of unbelief in this world. And I think that we as believers have to recognize as we grow, like there's going to be all kinds of people that we come across in, in this world. And, you know, I think it's understanding that what Jesus said still remains true even for us. When we're talking about the word, we're getting out in there into the world and 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 communicating with people um casually about our faith or whatever it is. You know, I think that we are in a place where ministry should be one of those things that we just share because people are gravitating towards us because of it. If I'm sharing my faith and someone is offended clearly what i'm saying is not for you you know i i I have some 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 people that i have uh connections with that i mean i have we have one associate of ours that i think she technically is a satanist (laughs) yeah i think she's a self-proclaimed satanist i i don't know um i don't delve in her business like that (laughs) i'll see some of her posts but you know that doesn't stop me from being who I mean. She sees my post and I talk about the Lord all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she she sees it and I'm sure she scrolled by my Jesus like I scrolled past her Satan. <laughs> you know, I'm not concerned with that. Even when Jesus commissioned the disciples to go out, he said, go where you're received. If you're not, dust yourself off and keep it moving. You know, this is about just the nuts and bolts of it. The more you read the word, you see it's simple. All of this other stuff is just really smart folks. There's really smart people that wrote this book, you know? (laughs) Uh, And I think, I think it can be interesting if you want to delve into it. But at the end of the day, this is about our relationship with the most high God of all creation. And us as a a created (laughs) A created uh, his created children who have the only responsibility of taking care of our planet and loving God and loving one another exactly so good and no I was gonna say you know the fact that in even in the ch- uh, chapters that we have read and we talked about we see Jesus reflecting that uh, infinite patience that, mm-hmm. that God has with us uh, where never once 
he stopped and said, you know what? I just, I am done talking about this. I already told you, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Because he could have said that. Like the, a normal human being. As many times as, as Jesus found himself being uh, questioned and tested and even made fun of and criticized, he could have had that reaction. But he always came back with a word that will at least put that the other person in a position to think, mm-hmm. to really just take a second to reflect, you know. And God does that with us mm-hmm. constantly. So, you know, I think that it's important um, um, to know that if you are one of those people that you're like, you know, I recognize that uh, I've been playing around long enough, you know, I, I, I recognize how important it is to to be close to God so mm-hmm. therefore it's my job to 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 make that move to get closer to God God never moved you know he's been calling me so now you start you start to go to church you start to pick up your Bible as confusing and overwhelming as it, as it can be to know where to start on your own but you, you you have the desire let's say you're one of those people do not um, be discouraged if you have those days where you just do certain things that you are studying or you're thinking about or are presented to you about this 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 this, this faith walk, there are certain things you don't, just don't believe yet. Don't feel um, uh, don't feel condemned. Yeah. Don't uh, don't feel discouraged that that's happening. Just know that that's normal. That's part of the journey. If anything, go to God in prayer and ask God to help you strengthen that area of your belief. And, you know, we have that the gift of the Holy Spirit, thankfully. So the Holy Spirit can really bridge that gap. But even that requires belief and faith to be able to make the petition and, and, and pray for it. Well... Belief and faith, they're not, they're the same thing. Yeah. So I think, again, with faith being a byproduct, you know, it's the action of, you know, yielding, moving, more so getting out of the way of what the Lord is doing. Because remember, God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent been there done that with your solution you're just catching up to what the end product is god has already been he knows the end as well as the beginning you know he's alpha and omega so your problem has already worked itself out in the larger scheme of things you're waiting to see the end product jesus already knew that he was raising Lazarus from the dead. He knew that was right. the plan. So God had already been to Lazarus's resurrection already. Everybody else was still traveling to it. And again, it belief is that factor that can bolster you during challenging times. You know, it's it again, it's easy to operate in your faith once things are good that's the byproduct that's the substance that's the stuff that you get to see and feel and you feel good about it you feel you know when God comes through you feel like there's the wind beneath your wings you're energized and like you said it can stick around for 
for a little little while and carry you. But then when you go through that ebb, that is when, you know, the work that you're doing, it bolsters you. That's right. It bolsters you to have a place of peace because, again, this is just the waiting to see what the end result is. It's already played out. Remember, Jesus already knew Lazarus was getting hit. We're just traveling to the 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 end dot. And mind you, by the time we get there, God is already ahead of us. So there's nothing to worry about, but we have to believe that. We have to believe that in order for that manifestation to happen, that manifestation of faith to bear fruit. It's a fruit of the spirit. That faith will, will grow. It'll ripen. That's the fruit. But it's our belief that gets us there. Faith without works is dead. Belief is the work. And you don't have to do nothing while you believe in. Right. It's going on about your business. But there are certain things that have to be fundamentally in line. Are you praying? Are you obedient? Are you are you putting yourself in the best position possible for your belief to be bolstered? You can't be out here lukewarm and then expect your your belief to be strong. You know what I mean? If you're out here doubting, if you're out here, that's why getting in your word and reading is so important. That's right. Getting in prayer, allowing the Holy Spirit to do the work in you. This is a a cyclical process it never ends just like even when we 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 go through those victorious spaces we go through those ebbs we'll be back at a victorious space <laughs> this is ongoing this is ongoing so i think it's a simple thing to do but it's almost like we spend so much time in this experience of life it almost can get complacent it's like we got to create drama for ourselves Either you believe in Jesus and the and the full and finished work of of God, or you don't. Either you do or you don't. One means this, the other means that. So I'm not a big gray area person. I understand the gray areas happen, so, but I'm you not know, the biggest gray area person. So the question then is, why is it so hard to maintain? belief, this kind of belief, consistently. Well, you know, uh, even uh, in the secular world, like, uh, think practices like quantum physics, they show, like, you know, like this whole idea that, um, you know, um, I think, therefore, I am. This idea that your, your thoughts create the reality around you, but your thoughts, the kind of thoughts that you have are based on your belief system, Mm -hmm. right? So therefore, at the core of it, it's what you believe in that creates the thoughts that then create the things that are in your, what people call the paradigm, the paradigm. (laughs) Well, Um, your beliefs create values. Right. And that means, I think this is right and this is wrong. That's a value. You know what I mean? Right. So then you start developing judgments about certain experiences that you have. Um, This is hot or this is cold. Like, it's very clear. Um, For the most part. For the most part. (laughs) Again, we talk about those gray areas, but 
that's literally you know what what uh our beliefs do they create these values and then based on these values we make decisions exactly exactly it so the thing is that okay so so then what's the problem with the fact that once i develop a certain level of belief and therefore faith so now i should be good right technically technically like i in my heart i know that god is for me and nothing can be against me and i should rest in that from this point on but the problem is that we live in a fallen world so just like if you let it you can start watching the news and there's so much negativity that you get pretty much exposed to on a daily basis that you're constantly reminded of all the things that are wrong with the world right but truthfully that's only but a representation of what the enemy and and his minions do in the work that they do to every day the same way we receive God's grace every day you better believe that the negative forces out there are working really hard to remind us mm-hmm. to remind us of everything that is negative to whisper in our ears uh uh counterfeit uh truths you know that sound a little bit like the truth but they're distorted enough to really st- stir us in the wrong direction that's what the enemy did when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and he tempted him he used the scriptures just enough and distorted them just enough to try to get him to do what he wanted him to do and the enemy does that with us every day which is why it's important to counteract that and some in getting with getting into into the word every day and talking to God through prayer every day because not only you are you are uh uh creating a defense system mechanism towards this constant attacks and false information from the enemy uh and actually in the midst of all that build yourself up so you become a force to be reckoned with that is for God for well, for, for, for the world Well of this God. is and and I think we also want to make it clear because you're saying you'll be a force it's the work that God does in you that creates that power. Yes. This is not of your own volition. You read your word and let the Holy Spirit do the work. This is not of your own effort. If right. anything, you want to get in the way, start thinking that you have to do all these things. You have to believe. The word is here. The word is our reminder. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to go because if we don't read it, we'll start to forget it. That's why we have to have our daily bread. We have to stay girded in the word because it is the Holy Spirit that does the work in us. It's that work that has us grow in our belief, then strengthening not just faith but the other gifts and fruits of the spirit that then others will see shine through us. But it is going into the word. Now, one thing that you also have to recognize is that as you grow you become within a space where spiritually you have to recognize that this is not just physical this is spiritual warfare everything that goes on in this life is a reflection of spiritual warfare and an area that we may 
not necessarily be able to see. Some of us are a little bit more sensitive than others, depending depending on how much time we've put into developing our spirit man to be more sensitive. But recognize this is spiritual warfare. And we have to remember that the more we grow, there's also another kingdom out there that is run by Satan. There are people out there that have other gods that they worship. And these gods are not, you know, they are enemies to God. But there are other spirits out there that people worship. Make it, don't get it twisted. Just, I mean, I told you, we just had a friend who's a Satanist. I have a friend, I know someone who is wicked. And, and mind you, I say friend just because I try to love everybody. I can't say I get down with any other practices, nor do I spend time with them doing these types of things. They're more associate people that we know through acquaintances. But you know them enough to know a little bit about their business. And you're like, well, okay, we're not going to venture into that. But I say all that to say that I never miss an opportunity to share my faith, to talk about God, and I'm not ashamed of it. I make it clear what God, who is the God that I serve and what spirit is operating in me. And those, like Jesus said, his sheep know him. I know when I am speaking to another fellow believer because we speak the same language. We understand each other. And they're just like, you know, we, we are the kingdom of God. But there are other kingdoms out there. There's other gods. There's other stuff that people are doing. And we have to recognize. And I want to make sure that I fit this in because I know we only really have about an hour for these. So I want to also share with you before we wrap up is even after Jesus did all this, it became worse. And recognize as you grow as they say, that famous phrase, new levels, different devils. So as you grow, believe the work against you may increase, but you'll be ready and you'll be prepared. And not to say that life becomes this big, scary place, but there's always going to be things going on in our lives that keep us connected to God, keep us seeking his face. We are not to get complacent. So recognize those ebbs happen to make sure you stay connected. And all you got to do is believe. You ain't got to do nothing. But show God, yeah, I've been staying up on my P's and Q's. I'm still with you, Lord. Now, the, the Sadducees who like to play with the Romans, they were lukewarm in their faith. They bent a lot uh, when it came to idolatry and things like that. They were the side of the Jews that, you know, toyed around a lot with uh, the Romans and uh, other gods. Now, they literally said, and this is the last thing that I want to make clear. In John eleven forty five, it says, Many of the Jews who had come to Mary had seen the things Jesus did and believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things that Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do? For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, <coughs> excuse me, Everyone will believe in him and the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. So recognize you become a threat in the kingdom of Satan the more you honor God with your life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just recognize he is at the gate. He is the doorway. No one gets to you that doesn't go through him. So he knows what you're dealing with. And just stay on the path, grow in your belief and trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit. So I hope 
you found this helpful. Yes. Um, any comments, questions, any topics you'd love us to cover, please comment. And until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others, and we'll see you next time. God bless.